So hello everybody, welcome to the podcast, The Clueless Doctor. As always, this is this is a roast, some called a chakma, clueless and imperfect, as, I'm, as I always am. In fact, I'm not even going to try to change myself. I just watched a video on Taoism, Wei, that we should we should you know act as effortlessly as we can follow the follow the flow of nature so all of us we have our our own strengths and weaknesses let's just kind of do what we are good at and if this is the way that i do my podcasting so be it right so all right so continuing with cell physiology in the last episode i talked about the cell membrane a very important topic in today's episode i talk about the nucleus so i think even if you don't know much about about biology about cells and stuff you must have you must have still heard of it heard of this word nucleus so what is the nucleus well before going into the details of the nucleus let's talk a bit about the history of the nucleus because we certainly didn't know about the nucleus for forever i mean only it's been what 200 300 years 200 years maybe that we have come to know about cells about all these different structures inside the cell so the nucleus was probably discovered by anton von leeuwenhoek you know you know the guy who invented the optical microscope and there was another guy, Felis Fontana. So they, they were the first persons to look stuff under the microscope. And I think they observed the nucleus in cells. In the cells which they st- studied were amphibian and, a- and avian red blood cells and, and, e- and e- eel skin cells. So that sounds a bit gross, but well, anything, right, for science. <coughs> so... So initially, they didn't really know that that, that 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 was the nucleus that they were looking at. So in later, you know, in the 1800s, um, many other folks like Franz Boyer, Jan Purkine, Robert Brown, they described the nucleus in much more detail. In fact, it was this guy, Robert Brown, who actually termed the word nucleus. And um, only later, when the other structures structures inside inside the cell were discovered like mitochondria and golgi apparatus that we realized the significance of the nucleus then for many years you know not not much breakthrough happened in terms of the nucleus but in the late 1860s the frederick meischer i think he was a scientist he, he discovered dna dna in <coughs> while using pus soaked bandages in his local hospital and th- and there's a bit of story about this like so frederick was a brilliant guy and he was the one who made the or- original breakthrough of discovering dna and he he wrote a paper about it he he sent to a publisher um his, his name was felix hop sailor he, he was actually his former mentor felix was the mentor of former mentor of frederick so he he was he, he got a bit jealous maybe and he didn't publish his his paper right away so he he, he wanted to test out frederick's findings in his own lab so he did that and only years later he published frederick's paper along with his own so he he 
he, he wanted to take credit, I, I suppose, for for the discovery of the DNA, whereas it was not him, but Frederick who discovered DNA. So you see, <coughs> pretty nasty business. This happens often in science, you know. So, like, someone does all the work, but someone else takes the credit. So it's very unfair, but that's how it is. And I suppose we have to be more vocal about such injustice and recognize the true the truly the ones who we should truly give credit to so and um and yet again for for like a century not much progress happened in terms of the in terms of the nucleus and other cell organelles but in in the 1960s technology was developing becoming better and so researchers in in various labs universities they they managed to like isolate the nucleus using some cell fraction fraction what is it fractionation methods damn it such a complicated word so i suppose they just kind of uh, use some very high tech technology to to isolate the nucleus and study it these methods though they're not totally perfect and so we still have to, we still have to work on them so how did nucleus how did nuclei you know the nucleus is singular when we talk of many we the plural form is nuclei so we we still don't know how cells came to have an a nuclei and nucleus so i mean it's, it's still a mystery so with regards to dna we think that some other entities like viruses they they invaded cells eukaryotic cells and that's where we got our D dna from but when, when it comes to the nucleus we still don't know how we we came to have a nucleus you know like cells too didn't exist all the time like i suppose billions of years ago they evolved from nothing so we don't know how how nucleus evolved and the nucleus is actually a very very important part of the cell so all eukaryotic cells they have a nucleus and so cells you know like what well, human beings we we're, we're not the only living organisms there are other animals plants viruses fungi and all that stuff so we we we're all made up of made up of cells <coughs> but then cells can be broadly divided into two types eukaryotic cells and prokaryotic cells so i suppose prokaryotic cells are, are the cells like those of plants and they are more primitive so they don't contain nucleus but eukaryotic cells contain nucleus so eukaryotic cells <coughs> i mean uh, i mean these are these are the cells which we human beings and many other animals have so you can imagine how important the nucleus is because it's a part of so much of life and so what's the structure of the nucleus so it is composed of a large quantities of dna you know you know dna comprises the 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 genetic material like um why is my why why is the color of my eyes black or why 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 am i like this like that so genes are responsible for such you know for a lot of different things so those genes are contained in dna and dna is contained in the nucleus so can we look can we observe the nucleus on, under the light, light microscope well we can but it, it is not properly visible because you see this dna they are like very co compact that they, they are really woven around each other in very compact structures 
However, during cell division, when the cell is div dividing, the, 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 the DNA, the chromosomes, they, they kind of become a bit loose at some point. So in, in such stages of cell division, we can kind of see the nucleus in much more detail. And the nucleus, so the, so the nucleus is surrounded by a nuclear membrane. So just like the cell is surrounded by a cell membrane overall, even the nucleus has its own membrane. And this membrane, which is also called the nuclear envelope, is actually made up of, made up of two separate bilayer membranes. And the outer part of the nuclear membrane is continuous with another structure. The, inside the cell, of course, the, en the endoplasmic reticulum. So in the next few episodes, I will be talking about it, about the endoplasmic reticulum. But just to kind of give an, give an overview, the endoplasmic reticulum is responsible for forming for manufacturing proteins. So, <clears throat> so you can see how the manufacturing of proteins, uh, which you know, I will once again explain in the context of genetic um, control. So it's very much linked with the nucleus and not just the outer membrane of the nucleus, but the space between the two nuclear membranes, the, the outer and the inner, which is called the nuclear, which, 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 which is called the which are called the perinuclear cisterns, is also connected. They're also connected to the endoplasmic reticulum. And then the interior of the nucleus binds to the membrane via a cytoskeleton made of fine filaments. So you see cells are structured too. You know, some cells are round, some cells are, say, square, or I don't know, different of a different shape. And that shape is determined by some proteins, stru structural proteins inside the cell. These are called cytoskeleton. <coughs> so, so just similarly inside the nucleus, there's, there's a, a, a bit of a cytoskeleton binding the inner part of the nucleus to the nuclear membrane. And the nuclear membrane is actually not, I mean, it, it's not like, it's not like a rigid wall totally impenetrable it actually has a lot of pores a lot of ho holes in it and these holes are called nuclear pores there are several thousand nuclear pores and um, these pores are actually not pretty small I mean they're they're only nine nanometers in diameter but even the small size nine nanometer di diameter is large enough to allow many substances to pass from the nucleus to the outside of the nucleus so <coughs> So this stuff like you know RNA. So when I talk about genetic, uh, about the genes, how DNA is converted to RNA, RNA to proteins, I'll be explaining that in more detail. But just so you know, so RNA is produced from is produced from DNA. So this RNA they don't stay in the nucleus. They actually they, they can actually escape from the nucleus through the nuclear pores. So that's so that's very important. For, for any reason, if the nuclear pores are kind of clogged and you know they, they, don't, they don't allow the passage of substances through them, then it's a big problem for the cells, for us. Now again, inside the nucleus, like <coughs> there are some other like concentrated uh, structures, nucleoli. So we call them nucleoli. And nucleoli are like, you know, they're just kind of say regions inside the nucleus which are concentrated in chromosomes so yeah so in the nucleus chromosomes are not really present uniformly throughout the nucleus but in certain areas they seem to be concentrated and those areas are called nucleoli 
So, so cells which are growing, they tend to have you know, more condensed, more concentrated nu nucleoli. And the nucleoli does, doesn't have any membrane. It's just an accumulation of different stuff, like you know, the chromosomes, RNA, and all that stuff. So what are the functions of the nucleus? So first of all, because it, because it contains all the genetic information, and so genes control everything, you know? So, so they, I mean, a gene is nothing but a code of our DNA, which, which, actu which actually codes for a protein, and that protein can act in all different ways. I mean, they, it, can, it can determine the color of our eyes, our brain structure, our personality traits, and everything. So, so by controlling genes, nucleus, they control everything, the, the nuclear. So, and, and also during cell division. So when one cell tries to become two cell division, so the nucleus is very much involved in that. So before the, before the cell can divide, first the nucleus has to divide. So it, it has to start synthesizing extra genetic material for the, for the cell is going to form, for the extra cell. So that starts in the nucleus. <coughs> yeah, so I think that's about nucleus. And um, I actually went like, um, I mean, this is pretty much a very like basic overview of the nucleus. If I talked about it in more detail, I, I, I would be talking hours and hours. You know, that's how science and research is. No matter how small a topic is, it, it, it is never that small. I mean, I mean, we through research we come to know so much more about it. So, if I go on, if I go on to talk about more details about the nucleus, it's going to get much longer. But I think whatever I've said is also good enough. I mean, this gives a very, very good and a very like like the necessary o overview of nucleus, and it's very important that we know the nucleus. As I said, it's so important. It, it really controls our genes and everything. So, yeah, that's about the nucleus. And with that, the episode is over. And I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Take care. And, yeah, take care. Bye-bye.